Welcome to the St Martin's Challenge podcast, the podcast where we explore our vulnerabilities and our strengths. Hosted by me, Lewis Owens. Well, delighted to welcome uh, Johnny Hunt. Johnny's uh, joining us from sunny Wicklow uh, in in Ireland. Uh, Great to have Johnny on. Johnny's um, got 25 years um, experience as a nurse focusing on learning disabilities but has a very strong interest, a very strong active interest in mental health. Um, Johnny, great to have you on. Uh, Thank you very much for for joining us. Um, Do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your own background and um, how it led to your interest in mental health? Yeah, so like 25 years ago when I was a student nurse, I had my first major, I guess, breakdown. I, I had glandular fever and that triggered like a physical illness, but then triggered um an eating disorder um which was very 21 years of age it was very strange it's very strange about being all of a sudden your whole mindset's changed and for about two years battling depression that goes with that and the whole impact of the eating disorder while still being a student nurse and keeping it all under wraps and not having um anyone know what was going on because even now people don't talk to back in the 90s you talked even less yeah. and at the time there was a whole issue around Beverly Allett who was a nurse who went through lots of mental health issues with her and what happened um, with the children she looked after so you had that in your background um, you know as a nurse you're supposed to care and you're supposed to cope that was the thing and as a man you're supposed to cope and at that time um you know it, that happened and it, i just managed to restart my nursing training and i got through and qualified by keeping all that under wraps but then for my whole career as you know working in intellectual disabilities you know i guess you know it does make you a good care and good nurse going through your own stuff as well it makes you get people um but you know you still had that hanging over you because if you said you had mental health issues when you're applying for a job as a nurse you wonder if that's going to be held against you um again that whole did you you feel you weren't able to to reach out at the time johnny and um do you feel much has changed now yeah at that time i didn't know what was going on because it was completely new to me and i was just fighting my own demons and my own head if you like um and i was away away from home and obviously trying to keep that away from family as well um but yeah like now and you know that's why i'm getting more in the last few years with I guess mental health awareness and talking about my own stuff because I don't want anyone to go through what I went through all those years ago. So if I can now, when I'm 40, 50, geez, um, can help guide people through the minefield of life with that, you know, when you have, you know, have bipolar as well, um, and, and all the different things that go on with all this, you know, the stigma and everything whatever work you do, whatever you know, your life is, if I can help someone by being there to listen. Um, and, you know, I do get it. You know, everyone has their own journeys, but I do what it's like to, to struggle, um, struggle big time and be alone and feel alone. It's a horrible feeling. And I think, you know, the world's a very scary place at the minute with the pandemic and all the impacts on that on people's mental health. And I think, you know, if we can just literally hang on in there to to get through it but also to be there to listen um for someone anyone and i my thing's always been whatever i do whether it's the walks whether it's you know something like this if it helps one person get the support they need then it's job done and that's that's a, a big belief for me 
Sure. We'll come on to the walks in a minute because they're, they're fascinating, Johnny. And, and uh, you know, I want you to tell us a little bit more about that. But w when you say about not reaching out, we're not very good at reaching out, are we? Um, and, and I include myself in that as well. We, we um, you know, we tend to hold everything in. Um, do you think that needs to change? And, and how can that change? I think it is. Like, I always believe, like, you know, my little girl, she's nine now. I think in 10 years' time, if mental health and mental illness is talked around the same way as the whole thing around transgender and LGBT has, has, has changed in the last 10 years, if that can happen with mental illness, then it can. Imagine the impact, you know, if we'd had mental illness talked about the same way as COVID is at the minute, that would mm. be a, a big uh, changer for everyone. Um, but I think, you know, there's... You know, obviously living over in Ireland, I've lived in Australia and, and England, you know, there's different ways, there's different things going on in different places. Um, I'm part of the Green Ribbon event over here, you know, as an um, ambassador, which, again, it gives me a voice, more powerful voice and other people's voices to be able to tell our stories, to be able to help people. And I think that's what, what it's about. It's, it's reaching out and whatever different ways, like, you know, whether it's walks, whether it's podcasts, whether it's it's going on TV. People need to keep talking about it and make it everyday conversation like ordering a cup of coffee. And I think that's what will make a difference. And it started, and then obviously, you know, for the next generation, my little people and the young folks that, obviously, you have to be mindful that, you know, you're not too much in people's faces talking about it, but it's, it's out there. It's a normal everyday conversation that it's okay to not be okay. It's a classic thing, but, and to ask someone, are you okay? They're, they're the same statements. Um, and, I, and I am mindful as well that people, it can be very easy to jump on the bandwagon as well. And it, oh, here we go again, talking about mental health or anything, any any issue. But I think, you know, people realise that it, it impacts on all of us, anyone. It doesn't matter where we're from, male or female, age, job. We're all susceptible to mental illness and having problems, short term, long term. And I think we can help each other. Absolutely. Well, hopefully the tide is is turning a little bit, although this year, of course, has been particularly difficult uh, for so yeah. many people with mental health challenges. How have you found the year, Johnny? Oh, look, you know, I started off, well, we beat Fulham. You're doing well in the championship. Uh, Johnny's a big yeah. Reading fan for all you listeners out there. So he's, he's <laughs> on cloud cloud nine at the moment. Absolutely. But yeah, at the start of the year, my second little girl, Edie Rose, is born. And then, you know, it went pear-shaped with with the pandemic over here you know we're not in the same you know numbers wise compared to the uk um but you know luckily i've been working through it i'm lucky to have my job um i'm looking partner she's off on maternity leave so living in rural ireland thankfully to me it's we've been lucky because you can keep very safe over here you know you can do all the things that you know, get out and walk and do stuff to keep yourself healthy. For me, I guess, if anyone does listen, I just go, I've lived day by day. I, my, my anxiety cannot cope with thinking three months. I just go, right, I'm start today, deal with today, whatever today brings, and I'll start again tomorrow. And I think that's where people's heads can start getting so messed and confused when you start thinking about what happens if, what happens if, and you've already got all this stuff going around that's not real or it could or it couldn't happen but until it does then i'll deal with it and i think that's that's kind of how i've, I've done um so far you know and it, it's still there and, and like the numbers over here are going through the roof 
um, which is pretty scary, but it just yeah, it's, it's a good it. maxim, isn't it? To keep it in the day, it's not always easy to do. Um, no, but I think if, if if we can have that as a uh, as a guideline, uh, I think it's I think it's a pretty healthy one. It keeps everything in perspective. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it just keeps you kind of focused. It's like, well, I yeah. you know, deal with what's ahead of me. And that just that's just something I've learned, I guess, you know, as we all do in life, as you go through different experiences, you kind of get to a place where you go, okay, well, that works for me, that doesn't. And this one does. Uh, not Reading winning yesterday does help on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do look out for the Reading results now, mainly because of you, Johnny. So uh, I think I do that to a lot of people that they know people that know work coming to work and they go, I'll see Reading one because they know if I'm going to be in a good mood or not. So they start yeah. checking. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, football has been, you know, a godsend in many ways for, for people struggling with mental health this, this year. Because I think if football had been cancelled, then um, that would have been an added uh you know problem for so many people so hopefully that will you know keep going but tell us yeah. a little bit more johnny about um the green ribbon that you mentioned also these uh these walk and talks that you do because um you know you do an awful lot uh i know you probably want to play this down but um you do an awful lot to support people with uh with mental health issues and um tell us a little bit about what you do yeah well, so the, the walk and talk it was started by a friend lee adams he's a fulham fan five years ago and and he challenged reading fans three years ago um over that time to get involved um they'd done a walk from Fulham to reading before a game back in the august of that season and i heard him i think on radio five and i went oh, i have a bit of that it can't be you know outdone by Fulham fans um and also there's a chat you know i enjoy exercise the gym's been a big part of my keeping me safe and well um but the, the challenge of walking from Fulham to or running to Fulham um you know and and for the reasons why to promote men's mental health you know everyone's mental health is important but that's what you know lee was focusing on um and to start it was a you know, 70 kilometer walk so it's 17 hours um yeah. and the first one i think you know just because i've gone too long but the first one we did there was myself martin and lee and the the exposure we got for it was good um and it you know you're going through the night you're sitting in a bus station in slough at six o'clock in the morning in the rain going geez this <laughs> worth it but it actually shows and kind of gives it an insight into what it's like to struggle with your mental health. You know, those dark nights when you're walking, you know, time at night is when people do struggle. And that kind of it gives a kind of that what it, a little bit of what it's like for people. And then since then, we've done the walk back last season from Fulham to Reading. And then we did another one on New Year's Eve, which was great because we danced to the Spice Girls on some random roundabout in uh, yeah, New Year's. Fantastic. Yeah, but what it did, the most important thing, we got so many more people involved and so much more exposure and so many more people talking about mental health and mental illness and their own experiences. The idea for the walks was to, you know, people to come on and share their own experiences um, and get to know each other. You know, you've got friendships for life there. That's what it does. Mm. You know, you do these walks and um, the next professional Dean Hooper, who played for Peterborough, he joined us on one of the, the walks. Um, Sam, she's mad into music and she was into it. Uh, but there's a lot of youngsters, 18 years of age, running fans. And to me, that meant the most because that's the next generation. That's the one sure. that's going to be the change. Sam, Joe, and a young lad, Jamie, who's got cerebral palsy, who walked 30 And that, that to me, if somebody like that on New Year's Eve could be out partying, but he's, he's choosing to do a walk, 
that shows to me the impact and what it means. And, you know, that I've, I'm gutted this year because I haven't been able to get over, obviously, for anything there. Lee and the gang are still doing the walks where they can. They've done a couple from Reading to Brentford. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely thing to be part of. Um, yeah. And, and how, how can people get involved, Johnny? Is there there's a website or yeah, there's there's the Walk and Talk Men's Mental Health. It's on Twitter. Lee mm -hmm. Adams is on Titch Match Worn Shirt One. I think is is handle this. But yeah, you, you you Google it and you'll see it. It's on. He's got YouTube. He's got Facebook. Um, and like you know, they do. You know, it, um, Aaron up in Scotland's got. You know, he's doing Aaron Connolly's doing massive work with mental health up there. And I met him on the walk. And Dean's setting up a. a, a um, another project um, supporting footballers and, and, and um, people as well. So it's, it's, it's just kind of great to see so many people doing different work and different experiences around different backgrounds um, to help people. And over yeah. here, I'll say like the, the, green, uh, the Green Ribbon is a, a month where, you know, it's about ending the stigma around mental illness. Um, we had to go online and move it from May to October this year. But again, um, you know, the impact on social media from doing, you know, talking like this and being open and honest. And, you know, it is, somebody said, you talk very openly about it. If I said, yeah, this is this, you don't always see what's sure. going on in here. Um, sure. So, you know, it is just, I feel comfortable now. And I think because I'm at a point in my career when I've done everything I can in there, if it ended tomorrow, I'm going, okay, I'm fine. So if I talk about it and it's you know, my employers or anyone else's new employer doesn't like it. I'm kind of like, well, not my problem. This is the world. Yeah. Unless you say, even it. if it helps one one person, Johnny, it, it's it's done a tremendous service to them. And I'm, I'm I know for a fact that you're helping considerably more than just one person. So, um, Johnny, I I could speak to you for hours, and and I'm sure we will as 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 things progress. Um, I always want to, to end these podcasts by giving my guests the chance to give out a shout out to a couple of charities. I know you've mentioned, obviously, uh, Walk and Talk and Green Ribbon. Um, any other charities that you feel deserve a, a shout out? I'd say uh, the Football Flow, the one that Dean's setting up at the minute that's helping people. It's not a charity, but it's, it's working in, in this area. Um, obviously, Mind, you know, they're out there in the UK, which Paul Farmer's the uh, CEO of, he's a Reading fan. And I think the sport in mind, there's so many, you know, I think everyone needs to know where they are when they need them. I think that's the, you know, the signposting piece. If you could put that up at somewhere when with the podcast to say that, you sure. know, for UK and Ireland, for all the, there's so many, I know there's so many different areas that you can get in, but I think people need, you know, it's great for me to talk, you to talk, but some people don't feel comfortable that it needs to be every avenue out there. People can find professional support, peer support, um online support you know the twitter community is great but i find it's very positive kind of safe place for people because they're not face to face but exactly i think the safe place is, is important isn't it because i think a lot yeah. of people feel on social media it can be very exposing um yeah. and if people know that there is a safe place where they can go and they can speak with you know qualified people that's very very encouraging and very reassuring so yeah um, and it's no, good to know alone. there's lots out there yeah, I mean, it is, it is, you know, but there are, no one is alone. And I think that's the, the, the part that, you know, we, we're all in this fight together, especially now with the COVID stuff. We all need to look yeah. out for each other. We all need to take stock of what's going on. And we all need to be kind. And it doesn't yeah. cost anything. <laughs> it really doesn't. It, just to be doesn't. there for, to listen, you know. Yeah. Johnny, thanks ever so much for, for joining us. I uh, really appreciate it. And um, 
keep in touch and speak again soon. Thank you. Happy New Year. And to you.